doesn't work, okay? You cannot fake it until you make it with manifesting. Good morning, my lovely astrology family and friends welcome back to spiritual podcast with myself ashley for those of you who are joining us for the first time welcome 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 to our little spiritual community our little spiritual space where we discuss all things spiritual guys uh i'm buzzing it's friday the third of feb and the last couple weeks have been really long and really intense but i've been loving it like i have been enjoying being busy. Um, I have lots of stuff going on. I'm learning lots of stuff, doing lots of stuff. And I just have a lot of energy, which is really exciting. But I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are looking forward to the weekend and have had a great week. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about manifesting. Um, Manifesting for me has been a topic that I discovered quite young. I say quite young. Well, yeah, I was quite young. I didn't necessarily understand. It's probably about 14, 15 at the time. And I was just a very curious child. I was a very curious and nosy, you can say borderline nosy child. So I wanted to know everything and I wanted to understand everything. And from a young age, I always felt like, oh, you know, there's something bigger like I I kind of believed in magic okay so I remember my uncle had this DVD and it was the secret and I remember um being in like like my grandma's room into the DVD player and I remember sitting there and watching um I think it was Bob Proctor Bob Proctor I think that's his name um I remember seeing him talking about the law of attraction and the secret and how there's this tool like mental tool that you can use to attract what you want in your life and um yeah like really introducing the idea of like energy and how it flows to the things that we want and how we repel the things that we don't want and things that we do want in our lives. So when I was watching that, I was like, okay, I thought I understood the concept. I was like, oh, I really wanted a bike. So I was like, let me try and manifest a bike. Of course, I think I did get a bike in the end, but as a young teenager, I didn't really, I didn't really understand the whole concept of it as well. So yeah, that was how I first got introduced to manifesting. And then I kind of just forgot all about it. Obviously, life happens in your teenage years. You're, you know, you're in school, you're learning stuff and you're learning way other important stuff than manifesting. So it's what it is. I forgot about it. And then as I got older and I started to get back into spirituality and really understanding the universe, understanding myself in relation to the universe, manifesting became a very big um, topic for me and something that I often like to play with so I thought I would come and talk that was a long introduction but I thought I would come and talk to you guys about manifesting and ways in which you fell at manifesting that people I think people talk about it but I don't think people always grasp it and they don't always give you remedies on how to tackle the things that 
can make you fail when it comes to manifesting the things that you desire. So that's what I'm going to do today. Uh, I'm probably going to split this into two parts just because I don't want to rush it and I want to give you enough time to process what I'm saying. So we're going to talk about manifesting in two parts and hopefully by the end of the two-part series you will have a clear understanding of what manifesting is, how to learn how to manifest and how to stop getting in your way when it comes to attracting what you want in your life. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. First things first, please do not forget to like, comment and subscribe. If you are new here, if you're a returning listener and you're not subscribed, I do not know what you're doing. Make sure you turn on that notification bell so you get a notification every single time I upload. I'm trying to be more consistent with content. I am publishing the monthly astrologies way in advance. I'm trying to give you guys sprinkles of content uh, in between the astrology monthlies that I'm dropping so please 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 do subscribe check out my podcast on Spotify Apple podcast leave a review just interact it means the world to me when you guys interact with me so what is manifesting everyone has their own view of what manifesting is so I'm about to share my own view with you guys manifesting or manifestation is the idea that our energy thoughts and feelings can attract or repel desired and undesired experiences into our energetic field which eventually find their way into our reality so this is things people and experiences that end up showing up in our reality depending on the frequency that we're operating at okay so a lot of the things that we manifest can be consciously we can consciously manifest things and people and experiences into our lives but a lot of the time people are subconsciously manifesting every day every minute every hour we are subconsciously manifesting experiences things and people into our energetic field and into our reality so most people know about the law of attraction and the theory is mainly centered around the positives of how you can attract what you want in your life and if you are not considering like really analyzing or doing your own research about manifesting, that is just surface level. That's just a surface level understanding. The more you start playing with it, the more you start uh, doing your own analysis of it, you will understand that that in order to attract what you desire, you must walk, talk, exist in the energy and spirit of said thing that you want, okay? You cannot fake it until you make it with manifesting, People who say, you know, uh, yeah, fake it till you make it. I think they think that they're faking it, but really there's a subconscious desire and drive and belief that they are going to actually achieve that thing. So it, it doesn't work. Okay. So I think let's start with some of the things that can hinder your ability to manifest what you want. The big one, your mindset. Not how you're necessarily thinking in the moment, but most people have a subconscious belief. Like I said, we're subconsciously manifesting experiences, things and people into our experience that either affirm what we feel that we can't do or we can't achieve, 
or um, they go against it. So there is usually a belief that is getting in your way of truly believing you can have what you want. Okay. So for example, you can have a subconscious belief that you cannot make money. And this could come from childhood. Maybe you grew up in an environment where you didn't see your parents make a significant amount of money. So you've just subconsciously believed that, okay, I also might not be able to make a significant amount of money that I want. No matter how much I try or how much I believe, I'm just not going to be able to make that money. So you're going to end up having experiences where it feels like you don't make enough money. You might end up in a job that doesn't pay you enough. You might um, have spending habits that means that you don't retain money as much as you want to. So these experiences are just going to keep affirming to you that subconscious belief and it's going to be hard for you to switch that especially if you're not conscious of when you have that belief okay the way in which you can become more conscious of when you have that belief is by analyzing your behavior you know if you believe that you cannot make money if you believe that you don't retain money or wealth or you can't save Analyze what you do when it comes to your relationship with money. Are you like trying to be really restrictive? Like, oh, you know, you might not necessarily think, oh, um, I can't spend this amount of money on this thing because I don't know when I'm going to get it back. You might not always think that, but you might second guess yourself when you feel the urge to buy something for yourself that you want. And that's where you start realizing, oh, There's an inner conversation going on here. Maybe I'm not privy to it. I would like to be privy to this conversation. I want to get in on this conversation and see what my inner self is kind of telling me and influencing my behavior. So this is the remedy. Try and bring your subconscious belief to the surface. When your inner critic gets in your ear, ask him or her or they where they have got it from. And usually they will tell you. Um, I do this a lot with myself. Uh, I remember recently an example is I asked someone to do something with me and they said no. They didn't even say no. Their their demeanor was like, you know, I'm not interested in doing this. I don't want to do this. And my inner critic got really offended. Like it was like, oh, this person doesn't care about you. They don't want to support what you do. Um... Yeah, they, you know, you know, maybe you shouldn't talk to them. Maybe you should give them the cold shoulder. And I just had to turn to my inner critic and say, is that logical? And there was silence. It wasn't logical. I got way more from my inner critic than I got from the person. And that's when I started to realize, okay, this is a subconscious belief. There's a deep belief here. So no, it's not logical, but why did you think that? Why do you feel that way? And it comes down to the fact that I maybe have always felt like people don't support me. So just one small example of someone saying or acting as if they didn't want to be involved in something that I needed them to do triggered me. So you want to ask yourself these questions. Where does this come from? And why do you believe this subconscious thought or subconscious belief 
Then you want to create space for yourself to work through any beliefs that are no longer valid for you. Forgive yourself for allowing this belief to get in your way. (laughs) Your inner critic will start doing this strange thing where it will remind you of all the times this belief has stopped you getting what you want or even worse, has negatively influenced your behavior. Um, I had an example of this (laughs) literally yesterday. I was, you know, thinking about my uh, inner child, my inner critic, and how it made me do some embarrassing things when it came to relationships. Like just things that in my adult self now, I'm like, you wouldn't even dream of doing that. Like why, like what, what made you do that? And it was like, yeah, that was your inner child, your inner critic, your your ego. Your ego was driving that. Your inner critic was driving you to do this sort of stuff. And I just laughed. I was just like, this is just hilarious. I can't believe that you would you even would do something like that. And it's interesting because your inner critic will usually make you act out of character. And that's also a cue. So you want to be mindful of when you're acting out of character when you're doing something that doesn't feel like this is normal behavior for you. That's the inner critic operating from a subconscious belief that you have. Okay. So you want to laugh at it first and foremost, forgive yourself for whatever it is that you've done, whatever embarrassment, whatever shame you feel or guilt about whatever it is that you did or whatever it is that you believed and just find humor in it. And then you want to work on replacing that limiting belief with a more positive belief. So affirm to yourself who you will become with this new belief. For example, um, I used to complain. It's so hard for me to lose weight. I can never lose weight. Why don't I ever lose weight? Blah, 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 blah. And at the same time, I was trying to put out into the universe that I was going to lose weight. And it just wasn't happening. There was other things involved in that, of course, but my mindset was the problem massively. Like just the subconscious belief. And it was a conscious belief, but it was also a subconscious belief tied to that conscious belief. It was like the universe was affirming to me consistently. Yeah, you're you're never going to lose weight because this is what you keep putting out there. (laughs) And it wasn't until I really understood um, the power in manifesting and the negative power that manifesting has, like when you're operating from a negative viewpoint or when you're at a low frequency, you can also still manifest things. So I started to realize, oh, you're manifesting this thing in your life because you're affirming it consistently. So I stopped telling myself that I stopped telling myself that, I can't lose weight. And I started saying different things like, you know, my body burns a lot of fat. I love going to the gym. I thoroughly enjoy working out. I love being active. I like being busy. I started telling myself all these things. And these, and I started to realize these are actually true things. I did love them, but because I was attaching a specific result and I wanted to achieve that result in a specific time frame. I was, um, you know, putting a damper on the things that I enjoyed. 
And because I recognized that I was able to remedy it, I was able to kind of let it go. So I was able to replace that limiting belief, that subconscious conscious belief with a more positive one. So I started telling myself, like I said, now I lose weight effortlessly. And when I used to say that to myself, initially, I didn't believe it. Initially, you won't believe it. But you have to give yourself space to feel it, okay? It's a habit that you've built up with that limiting belief. So you have to build up a new habit with this new belief that is more positive. So it's going to take a while for you to feel deeply that this resonates with you. But in the midst of that, you have to do things that then affirm to you what your new belief is. So I wasn't just saying, oh, you know, I lose weight effortlessly and just sitting down and hoping that the weight was just going to magically disappear. I was going to the gym consistently. I was swimming, I was walking, I was doing something. And that's when the weight started to shift because I was in alignment with what I was desiring for my um, fitness goal. So one thing to note about this, every single time you feel like you're hitting a point where you're progressing, you may find that that negative belief resurfaces. It's not just going to go away. Like I said, you've built a a habit. There's a neural pathway here that links this to that. Whenever you experience this, that belief is linked to that. So it's going to take a while for you to get into the habit of thinking effortlessly about your new belief. So whenever your negative belief resurfaces, you want to remind yourself of your new belief, the one that feels good and say it out loud. And every single time that negative belief resurfaces, give it a moment, let it it do what it wants to do because it wants to be expressed. That's why it's coming up. Acknowledge it. And then remind yourself of the new belief that you gave yourself. And you will see drastically how your mood will shift and your mindset will shift. That was a long one. Number two, this is why I'm doing them in two parts. Number two, lack of confidence. Again, this is, this is a common one. You know, everyone experiences lack of confidence in certain things, in themselves, in their skills, in their qualities, in their abilities. But Lack of confidence comes from a deeper place, okay? You meet some people and they're just effortlessly confident. They believe in themselves and their causes and what they do and their skills and they sell themselves really well. They have come from a place where that has been a normal experience for them, okay? They've seen people model that kind of behavior. Now, if you grew up in an environment where confidence wasn't a thing, you wasn't shown how to be confident, people didn't speak words of affirmation into you, then of course it's going to be very abnormal for you to grow up feeling confident. And you're going to have to find ways to train yourself to be more confident in yourself and in whatever it is that you're doing. So lack of confidence can definitely come from a conscious or subconscious belief. And it can really, really eat at you if you're not aware of of where it's coming from and why it's coming from that place, okay? Like, why does this belief keep showing up? If you're not aware of the why, the the how, 
and the when as well. Like if you've had experiences in the past that have diminished your confidence, if you're not able to pinpoint when you felt those feelings, it's going to be hard for you to recognize when that limiting belief is showing up in your life. So you want to ask yourself questions. Questions are your best friend. You know, where does this come from? What in my past has diminished my confidence? What do I tell myself about my confidence? You know, who do I say I am? How do I like even go as far to saying like, how do I actually make myself feel more confident? Do you tell yourself words of affirmations? Do you, you know, walk in the spirit of confidence? Do you avoid putting yourself out there? Like, how do you intentionally build your own confidence? And that will give you a lot of insight into things that you may need to do to help you with that. So as we discussed with the first um, point about mastering your mindset, you want to repeat the steps in the last example once you've found what the limiting belief around your confidence is. Without confidence, the universe will not bring what you desire into your energetic field because your energy is naturally repelling the thing you claim to want so much, okay? You're saying, universe, I want that new job. I want to be paid better. But then you're also not believing that you can get that. So how do you, do you know what I mean? There is definitely a job out there that can pay you well, that you have the skills for, but because you don't really believe that you can attain that job, that you deserve that thing, the universe will give it to somebody else who has more belief in themselves. And that's just how it works. That's just the way of life. Um, It's important to know that it's normal to believe to some degree you're an imposter or a fraud. You don't know what you're doing. Most of the time you don't know what you're talking about. Um, that's where I think the fake it till you, till you make it comes in. Okay. Like a lot of people sometimes don't know what they're talking about and don't know what they're doing, but they have a belief that they're going to get to a certain goal. They're going to know what they're talking about. Eventually they're going to know what they're doing eventually. And they don't believe that they're a fraud. Okay, they might believe that maybe I don't have the knowledge that I think I need in this specific area, but I know what to do to acquire it, and therefore I'm going to be great at this thing. It's all about your perspective, and again, ask yourself where is it coming from? For example, I never wanted to call myself an astrologer, I was like, I don't have a degree. I don't have a qualification in this. How can I proclaim myself as an astrologer? There's so many people out there who have a degree or they've studied and da, 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 da. And I just was like, this is ridiculous. I've studied also, like just reminding yourself of all the energy and effort you've put into something and not measuring who you are based on what other people are doing is really important. So yes, someone might know way more about a topic than you. They might have way more experience, but it doesn't mean that you also don't add value to the the thing or the topic that you want to be an expert in. 
you know, everyone has to start somewhere. At some point, five years from now, if you're still doing the same thing, you will have more um, knowledge about it. But everyone has to start somewhere and it's no harm in calling yourself a thing. Like, of course, you can't call yourself a doctor if you're not a doctor. You have to be qualified, okay? (laughs) But something like a reader, something like a writer or a blogger or, you know, uh, an influencer, like influencers are a big example. They just influence they sometimes just wake up one day and decide that they're going to influence people. No one has to get a qualification in that. They build their experience as they're influencing. So it's important to basically recognize that whilst you're learning something, whilst you're stepping into the version of yourself that you want to be, you will be in a place where you won't know everything and that doesn't mean that you're not that thing that you want to be okay you can't be a writer if you don't tell yourself you're a writer you're just not going to get there you can't yeah you can't wait for like what are you waiting for to affirm that you are that thing it's a it's a unconscious belief that you have that is holding you back and holding you in that space so I think the difference between it's normal to believe to some degree that you're a fraud or you don't know what you're doing or you don't know what you're talking about, especially in the initial stages of of starting something that maybe you're not familiar with. Of course, it's new territory, but it's not normal to let it get in the way of who you want to become. That's what I was describing. It should actually inspire you to find out more about your ability to acquire the knowledge and skills you do want to become that thing. Another example, um, at one stage in my life, I wanted to be an interior designer. I still want to be an interior designer, but I've kind of decided that that's going to be the thing I do when I retire. Wonderful. Um, I wanted to be an interior designer. I never went to school or got any qualifications about interior design. Um, and I felt like a fraud, like having an Instagram page and like, you know, trying to get clients to allow me to design their spaces. But then I came across an opportunity to work with a salon and um, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I know how to do this. I know how to, there were some things that I didn't know how to do, but I figured it out on a job. But it's like, I know that this is a passion of mine. I really want to do this and I want to experience it. I want to see what it's like to see if this is actually something that I want to do. And I did it and I and then I enjoyed it. I didn't do any more projects after that. Um because I had different interests, but it was still nice to have that experience. And if I had convinced myself that I was an imposter and I was a fraud and I didn't know what I was doing, I would have never taken up that opportunity and I would have never had that experience. So it's really important to recognize when, you know, your limiting beliefs are preventing you from actually experiencing different aspects of life that you may find some joy or happiness in. Another big one, impatience. Oh, impatience. The universe does not respond well to impatience. It simply will not give you what you want because you simply are not in alignment with what you want. That is literally the long and short of it. Like, impatience is very similar to fear. It's like, I need you to show up now to show me that I'm good at this thing or that I'm worthy of this thing. And the universe will say, no no, we're not doing this today. <laughs> the universe will tell you, I operate on my own time, honey. I don't do what you tell me to do. I don't jump when you tell me to jump. I do what I got to do. So if you're looking at manifesting and thinking, you know, I'm going to put it out there today and get it tomorrow or get it within a month. 
Good luck with that. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. If you're vibing really high, you may. And especially if it's in alignment with you and you're on the right path, you will get whatever it is that you're desiring. But most often than not, it won't because you're, you're, you're giving the universe a deadline to bring you something. Like the universe likes to surprise people. So it will do things on its own time. It's literally like when you say to someone, can you do something for me? Um, and they agree, but you don't give them a deadline. And then they say, I'll get it to you when I can. You know, maybe they've got other things going on. You know, you know the universe is really busy. The universe has got a lot, of, a lot of things going on. It's got loads of other people to serve, okay? So they say, I'll get it to you when I can. And then, you know, every now and again, the person keeps asking, when are you going to do this thing for me? And you feel pressured and you even start getting annoyed. And it's like, why do you keep asking me this? Why do you keep, where's your patience? Why can't you, like, why do you want this thing so bad? What is it going to prove to you if you get it now? So those are the kind of things you need to ask yourself. You know, where does this feeling of impatience come from? Is it fear? And if it's fear that's driving your desires, then I hate to be the one to tell you, but the universe will not participate in that. Like, the universe will just keep giving you experiences that reaffirm that fear so that's the delay you know if you are fearful that if something doesn't come within a certain time frame then you're going to fail at something then you will experience that delay because the universe wants you to change your attitude towards the way you manifest manifesting out of fear or out of lack isn't the best way to manifest okay it's really important to just know where you're operating at in terms of frequency. Okay. Impatience is not a good frequency to be on. It's a very low vibrational frequency alongside fear. It's very low vibrational and obviously the universe is high vibing. So you need to be very conscious of that. The remedy for dealing with impatience is practice practicing patience in your everyday life in simple, simple ways. Walking, speaking to others, listening. By diminishing your need to rush things, you start to notice how useless rushing is and how much peace there is in slowing down a little. I like to liken it to allowing your spirit to wander, okay? That's one of my favorite things to do. I get spur of the moment messages or insights and sometimes I follow them and sometimes I don't obviously you can't be irresponsible if you're in the middle of doing something or you're at work or you know you've got a commitment to something then you can't just you know honor those feelings and those thoughts but if you have space to do things um to kind of play with the universe allow your spirit to wonder and see where it takes you a little so, exercise that I usually recommend to clients is to go outside and walk and let the universe and your inner self take you on a journey. So stroll, look around, pause, just stand still for a second, sit on a bench, then walk again and then see where you end up. And this is how the universe operates. It also loves the element of surprise, okay? Okay. The universe loves surprising you. Like, 
it likes to surprise you more than it likes to affirm the negative things that you already believe about yourself and about your life. Okay. It's boring. It's boring to keep bringing the same experiences to you to show you, oh yeah, this is what you're believing. And usually when the universe keeps bringing certain things to you, it's like trying to, hello, signal, bat signal. Are you, are you getting the message here? (laughs) Are you you aware of what you're doing? Are you aware of what you're manifesting? Are you aware? That's what the universe is doing. It's like, hello, can you pay attention? We're trying to communicate with you. I will do a separate episode on how the universe communicates with us and signs you can look out for. But yeah, the universe is always communicating with us. And by allowing yourself to be patient and to explore and to allow your spirit to wander, you get into this really interesting relationship with the universe where, for example, um, I'm quite a routine person and I can rush like I can be very rigid when it comes to time management but every now and again I allow I will allow myself to do things outside of my my structure or my schedule um because it just feeds that part of me that really likes to just explore life as much as I can so I like to rendezvous with the universe and sometimes I will wake up and I'm like okay it's 5 a.m I'm gonna go to the gym and my body might say, no, wait till six. So I'll wait till six. And then, you know, I get up and I get ready and I get ready to go. And then on my walk, I will see a magpie. And the magpie is my spirit animal. So I take that as confirmation from the universe as thank you for listening to us. You're going to have a great day. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I see it. And the moment I see that magpie, my heart lights up and I'm like, great. I know I did the right thing. So by being patient, by not rushing, by listening to the cues that the universe is giving you, you're not just strengthening your intuition, but you're also strengthening your ability to manifest things that you want in your life. Like another example, um, and this is how you can subconsciously manifest stuff. Like you might have a, a period of time where it's like, okay, I would like more money. I would like to have, you know, a little bit extra money here and there. And you'll get a, a insight or an idea. And that's the universe gifting you something that it feels you can make money from. And if you don't run with it, then you're going to be stuck in that place where it's like, I still need money. Well, how am I going to get money? When am I going to get money? You know, sometimes you need to allow the universe to work for you. Okay, you can put the thought out there and you can have the belief that the universe is going to deliver and not worry about when it's going to deliver. And by doing that, by being in that energy, by being in that frequency, the universe will start communicating to you little subtle cues, little golden nuggets of how you can achieve the thing that you want to achieve. Another myth I guess I want to go into about manifesting is that you can't sit on your ass and do nothing you can't just hope and wish and pray that something's going to happen if you're not putting the energy behind it like I said you have to walk talk and exist as that thing or at least you know proclaim that that is your reality before it can show up you can't wait for it to show up and then proclaim it that's not how it works so 
that is my part one on manifesting and how to be successful at manifesting and how to master the things that you can fail at when it comes to manifesting i hope this episode has been useful and i hope to see you back here on the next one i hope you have an amazing weekend and we'll speak very soon goodbye